Welcome to Coffee and Jesus. I'm your host, Jael Penn, coming to you from the great state of Texas. Today I want to talk to you about being content. 1 Timothy 6, 7-8 says, We brought nothing into this world, and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. And 1 Timothy 6, 6 says, Godliness with contentment is great gain. There was a saying in the 70s that if you got a new car that you couldn't afford, you were trying to keep up with the Joneses. Part of my childhood was spent in the suburbs, and part of it was spent in the hood. So I got to see and experience the haves and the have-nots. I want to be with the haves, the suburbanites. I grew accustomed to a certain type of life, depending on which family member I was with. Sometimes we would go out of state or even out of the country. This was highly unusual for a little black girl in the 60s and 70s. I went to a private Christian school from kindergarten to 12th grade. I got a brand new car for graduation. My mom took me to Chicago every year to buy my school clothes and we lived in Indiana. I had a privileged life privileged life, excuse me, by most standards for most of my childhood. When I got married, my husband made pretty good money. We had a nice, what I thought was a beautiful house. It was pretty big um, at that time. Oh, I guess it was like 2,800 square feet. Now, it didn't look like much from the outside, but once the door opened, we got the same reaction every time. People would just kind of stop in their tracks and say, ah, or wow, or just smile. Because it wasn't what you expected. It was really well decorated and it was just cozy and it was really pretty. I loved that house. But after my divorce, I couldn't afford that house. My kids and I needed to move. I tried to stay there and make it work, but I just couldn't. So I lived in apartments and townhouses and I grew to resent the apartment because it was so small. There was no crown molding, no hardwood floors, no beautiful tiles, no floor to ceiling windows. I liked nice things. My mother uh, spoiled me and I really liked the finer things of life. However, I knew that God wanted me to downsize to help take care of my kids. It got some, you know, it took some getting used to, but now I get the same reaction when people come into my little apartment. It's just as nice as anybody else's house. By swallowing my pride, I saved money because I didn't have the budget for the repairs, maintenance, and yard work that's required when you have a house. The rental insurance on an apartment is a lot less than a house. And going from an almost 3,000 square foot home to a seven to 800 square foot apartment is very humbling. Yet I have learned to be content and thankful. God does not, um, he doesn't want to withhold things from us, but he also will test our faith. And say, are you focused on me? Or are you focused on stuff? 
Sometimes what you want isn't what you need. And with God, a little bit is a lot. If you have somewhere to live, you are blessed. You're not homeless. If you have at least one meal a day, you're doing a lot better than a lot of people. I can tell you as a school teacher, I knew which kid didn't eat when they got home. Because as soon as they hit that door, they were running in the breakfast line to eat. And they would scarf down their food. And they would scarf down their lunch. And I knew that they had nothing at home to eat. If you have a job, even a low-paying one that you hate, you are blessed because someone's unemployed right now. And if you will be thankful, God will elevate you and give you more at the appointed time. Do what you can with what you've got. If you've never read it, I encourage you to read the parable of the talents in Matthew 25, verses 14 through 30. It's a good example of working with what you've been given and being thankful. You have to ask yourself, why do I want this particular degree, job, house, car, etc.? Did you pray and ask God if that is where you should be, go live or work? You will save yourself a lot of time and heartache if you believe and follow God's plan. Think about it this way. God sees the end from the beginning. His vantage point is different than yours. The job that you didn't receive may have laid you off in a few months. The person who doesn't want to date you or broke up with you may have been abusive or untrustworthy. The houses you just had to have and didn't get qualified for may have been ruined by a flood. You never know. Ultimately, you may never get everything you want, but God will give you everything that you need. Be thankful and praise God for what you do have and take care of it. He will not trust you with more if he cannot trust you with a little. He always has your best interests at heart. He loves you and he will give you the best in every situation. You need to believe and receive all that he has for you. And I'm in a season right now where I finally got into the apartment that I wanted to get into for years. So let me back up. After my second divorce, um, the girls and I, I lost my house due to bankruptcy. And we moved into an apartment complex that was within walking distance of their high school. That was important because I didn't have the money to buy them a car and I needed to drive my car to work. It was a nice apartment complex. It really was. It wasn't, you know, crap. Um, the apartment was, I guess, an average size, but, you know, it looked like an apartment. When we first moved there, the clientele was different. The longer we stayed, the worse it got. And so when both of my girls uh, left or finished school, I thought, you know, it's time for me to go live where I really want to live. I don't need to live here anymore. They don't go to the school anymore. I don't want to be here. So God did honor the desire of my heart to move into this apartment complex. Now, it's off in the middle of nothing. It's like the woods, literally. Uh, we call it the 100-acre woods or like Hobbitland because it's just 
so peaceful and tranquil and serene and just beautiful with just trees everywhere and just the middle of nothing like you would never know it was here unless you turned down this one little street the apartment itself is a good size and it's just beautiful from the color of the paint on the walls to all of the little extras and it's so funny because my oldest daughter when she came to visit my youngest daughter was living with me at the time and still is but my oldest daughter came to visit and as soon as she walked in the door she said mama this is the first place we've lived where your furniture fits and it matches I said you're right like it's just it's just a perfect situation well <laughs> you can't get too comfortable because you never know what God has planned for you so now that he's pushing me and propelling me into more ministry you know I heard the Spirit of the Lord say you have to downsize I gave you what you wanted you got to experience it for a year and now you have to let it go you have to release it and y'all I'm not gonna lie I sit and I look out at the window and I hear the birds and I see the trees and I'm so happy here and I'm like oh please don't make me move please don't make me move we've moved so much and I thought I was finally settled and I know a lot of you are thinking well, why don't you just buy another house well as a single mom it would be a struggle any repairs that came up I would have to fix them you know I'm not married I don't want the extra burden of paying for extra things all by myself it's just difficult and I would want a nice house in a nice safe neighborhood I'm sorry I just would and so I prayed and I, I know I clearly heard the Lord say you have to downsize your daughter's gonna get married your other daughter's already out of the house you don't need this big of an apartment I need you to save X number of dollars per month because you're going to be traveling you're going to be traveling and speaking and preaching and attending conferences and you need that money for hotels and airfare and travel and I thought okay Lord well that makes sense I can do this well I mean I clearly heard that several months ago and I've been looking and looking and looking and I just haven't found anything that compares to this place and there are a billion apartment complexes <laughs> in Houston and Pearland and Alvin and Friendswood and Leak City and Webster and Nassau Bay within you know 10 to 20 miles of me they're just literally thousands but the thing is I have to quit comparing where I'm going to where I am right now and I have to be content and settled with the plan that God has for my life and I know that when I finally figure out where that is that I will be content and at peace but right now y'all in the interim it's not fun I'm a planner and so I don't like the fact that I don't know where I'm moving to and I have to move by May 31st 
and today is what uh april 22nd so it's really kind of bugging me i've already given my notice <laughs> it's just i don't know where i'm going and it's driving me nuts but that's where faith comes in i know he has a place for me i know i'm not going to be homeless i know he's going to provide the money for the application and the down payment and the movers and the you know first month's rent and beyond I, I know that and then the other thing is i live really far away from my job so i've been trying to find a place that's halfway between my job and my church because it seems like most of the ministry work that i do is over here where i live right now and i'm not too far away from one of the airports that's important too for travel. So there's just, you know, all these dynamics. And he knows all of this. And he has a master plan. I just have to submit. Part of being content is submission to the Holy Spirit and what he's telling you he needs for you to do. There's just so many places that I've looked at and I find something wrong with every single one of them. They don't meet my checklist. Well, guess what? It's not about your checklist. It's not about my checklist either. It's about his. And I have to go back and say, you know what, Lord, I'm sorry. I didn't even ask you what you wanted on the checklist. I just, you know, made my own, uh, made my own little jail checklist. So... Hopefully, in the next few weeks, I will know since I've got to make plans and find a mover and pack and figure all of this out. And I'm sitting here right now just looking around my apartment thinking, you know, you have to take pictures before you leave and just say once upon a time, God did answer the prayer for the place that I wanted. And he did let me experience the peace and tranquility of this beautiful property. But now, it's not about me. It's all about him. And I've got to travel. And I've got to get out there and spread the gospel. I just need a place to lay my head at night that's safe. I won't be sitting in my apartment. I'll be out doing the work of the Father. I might even be a nomad or a gypsy for all I know. Maybe I don't need an apartment. Maybe that's why you won't let me find one. <laughs> Maybe I'll just be staying at church members' houses. I don't know. But I do know that I can trust his plan. I do know that from the bottom of my heart. And I know I've been a little silly with this message. But trust me when I say, I know he's got me in the palm of his hands. And that he has a master plan and that I can rely on whatever it is that he has for me. I do know that. So I am thankful and content with the new season that's coming. The new place that is coming. And it's just going to be a beautiful little safe haven whenever I am home. And when I'm away from home, I know he'll protect it and keep it safe. And from all hurt, harm, and danger. And I pray the same for you. I pray that you are content in your life with what the blessings that the Lord has given you. So, Father, thank you for knowing exactly who and what I need in my life. Your love for me and my family.
is unmatched. So I trust your plan and your will for us. I believe that you want the best for us. Close every door that will lead to a path of destruction and anything that that is out of your will, Father, remove it from our lives. I can't wait to see the windows that you will open and the place that you have for me. Thank you for the blessings that are coming my way. Thank you for the trials. Thank you for the lessons. And I promise that I will be content with where I am, where you put me, and what I have, because they will be blessings from you. In the name of Jesus. Amen.